You're listening to Sports Breakfast on 91.3 Sport FM. Lovely to have your company. What a very damp morning here in the West. Stay safe out on the roads. Just gave you the latest in Sport FM traffic here on 91.3 Sport FM, Perth Sports Leader. And always great to listen in. Uh, whatever show it might be, whatever time of the day, online, sportfm.com.au, the Sport FM app, and you can also listen on your radio, as a lot of people will be doing right now. The frequency is 91.3 FM. Wayne, a very narrow loss for West Australia Friday night uh, at the Wacker. Great to see football back under lights at the Wacker. It takes you back to a bit of a bygone era. In WA football, when the West Coast Eagles and Fremantle used to play there under lights many years ago, some of the stars of tomorrow starred today. Harley Reid, certainly a player of uh, potential, likely to go pick one, played for Vic Country. But certainly plenty of West Australians put their hand up as well. Let's chat to Adam Jones, the WRC State Talent Manager, who's with us on the show. Adam, good morning. Morning, Jacob. Thanks for having me on. Always nice to speak to you. I wish we were talking about a win, but a narrow loss. Of course, it's more than just the result here, as much as we'd love to win the championships. It was a terrific spectacle Friday night. Everyone who was there spoke glowingly about it. Under lights and a good crowd turned out. Is that maybe a little bit of a, a window into the future for, for uh, Waffle Footy and maybe even Colts football? Yeah, potentially. Uh, yeah, I think you know, the, the sooner we get some uh, better lights at uh, a number of Waffle grounds, I think it opens the door to um, Friday night football, and um, when you we had you know, really good weather last week, and um, with, with two good te- teams competing, um, it, it's a fantastic spectacle um, for everyone. And um, as you said, yeah, the crowd really got into it towards the end, uh, and it was a yeah just a good moment for football, I think. Adam, since that first game, it, it seems as though the boys have sort of gelled together a little bit, and you'd be pretty happy with, uh, I, I presume, uh, the way that they're going about things. No, absolutely. Um, you know, it was you know, a bit, bit soul searching after the first game, and um, we, we had sort of confidence in, in the players and that we had a, a, a reasonable team. And you know, after a big loss like that uh, against the Allies, it does rock the confidence. But um, the boys and, and the coaching group uh, really got to work, and um, yeah, the boys got to be uh, commended with how they, they turned things around against South Australia and, and then I guess after a little bit of a shaky start in the first quarter against country um, they, they gutted out the game and, and almost came away with the win so we, yeah, we, despite losing we were really quite proud of the boys and um, a lot of them have done their chances uh, for the draft, no harm Adam, one name we've heard a lot about is Daniel Curtin, who's shown his versatility, I think, in this carnival so far. He's played in the midfield, he's, he's gone back. He started the, the campaign with a, a game against Ted Walter, who's a Gold Coast Academy player. But 23 disposals here and 11 marks. Uh, Daniel Curtin, has he got the, the credentials, the characteristics to be a utility, or will he settle as a defender, do you think? No, he's definitely got the ability to play in multiple positions and... Yeah, he he's, he had a fantastic game and, and, and really he's had a fantastic carnival. Um, we, we, as we started on ball, as you mentioned, uh, their key, key forwards looked like they were giving us a bit of trouble. So we had to swing him back early and he um, yeah, he was fantastic across half-back and then even in the last quarter, uh, we looked to throw him forward and he kicked that fantastic goal um, from the boundary line in the pocket. So uh, he, he's an ultimate professional, Dan, and you know, it's good to see him get a really uh, clear run this year without um, too many injuries to be worried about and he's starting to show what he's really capable of. 
certainly Riley Hardiman, good to see him back and, and, and playing. And he's captained the uh, the team from Swan Districts. 23 disposals, 8 rebounds. And I uh, heard Mick Ablett on this radio station on Saturday talk about his character. as a very impressive young man. Uh, just a word on Riley and, and his credentials. Is he someone who could be seen high in the draft? Yeah, definitely. He'll be um, talked about as a, a potential first-round prospect, I would think. Um, you know, Riley's always had great speed and uh, good skills coming across half-back line last year in the Colts with uh, Darcy Jones. I think those two together would have more metres gained than, than many teams together uh, combined. Uh, but this year, he's he brought into his game uh, an ability to intercept Mark and, and cut off attacks coming forward. So... Um, yeah, he's really sort of starting to round off his game as a, as a rebounding defender that can intercept as well. So, you know, we're really pleased with how he's going and he's leading the group um, really well as captain of the team. We've heard about a lot of hype about Harley Reid. Uh, what was your impressions? Oh, you might say you may know a fair bit about him and what you've seen in previous times, but justified? Yeah, look, yeah, the, the hype has been massive and... Um, yeah, we, we saw it last week. I was getting requests to, to see if we could get interviews with him at the game and things like that, So, which we haven't had before uh, around players. So the, the hype is massive. And um, and I think, yeah, there, there were signs there on, on Friday night that, that it might be justified. I think you know, it's a, it is a bit unfair to put so much mm. pressure and hype on one, one, one kid. And uh, from, from what I've been told, he's, he's a, a, a great country kid that, that, that handles it really well. Um, so I think he's got the character to, to take it in his stride. Uh, and he, he was certainly very influential on um, on Friday night. He's probably spent 50% forward, 50% in midfield, and, and he was influential in both those positions. I think um, when he gets a good run out, it builds his fitness to a, to a top level. Um, yeah, he's been, yeah, a very special player. He, he's very contested and, and sort of very dynamic and powerful at the moment, uh, but if you can really develop that running ability, then then yeah, I think you're going to see a, a special player at AFL level. That's the thing, isn't it? He missed five weeks of football with a concussion, Adam. So he has had an interrupted year, and uh, maybe we haven't seen the best of him because of that. But he's building back to something now. No, that that's right. Yeah, that's that's the scary prospect. He's got this ability with his strength to to just stay keep keep the ball alive, and he gets tackled, and then. You think that the umpire's going to throw it up and then he gets gets free and, and they're driving the ball forward somehow. So, yeah, he can just hurt you on many different fronts. He, yeah, I think he had four or five shots from goal, uh, took some good marks, and, and then his power from uh, from the stoppages um, was, was pretty special. We're chatting to Adam Jones, State Talent Manager for, for WA and certainly a good performance from the, the young Sandgropers. Uh, they le- went down by a couple of points uh, in their game on Friday night against Vic Country. Clay Hall uh, spent a fair bit of time playing on Harley Reid. He's had a great carnival as well, found plenty of the ball. He was the architect of the win over South Australia. Our son of Derek Hall, who's a former AFL footballer himself, so comes from good pedigree and, and looks every bit an AFL player in waiting. No, you're spot on. He's, he's been fantastic, Clay. Um, and some guys, you know, that, that put in an enormous amount of work to um, be really fit and strong and work on their game. And sometimes they don't get the resort, uh, rewards. But uh, what we're seeing is, is Clay get the rewards for, for all the hard work he's, he's putting in. And, um, yeah, he's building a fantastic championship ship carnival. Um, yeah, he's been very dynamic for us at the stoppages. Um, yeah, been dominating the clearances each game, showing speed and, and good skills on his left foot. So... 
you know, he's a very attractive prospect at you know, nearly 190 centimetres. Uh, he's got a, a great tank and a big, strong body. So, um, no, it's, it's just fantastic to see one of one of the leaders for our team. Um, yeah, driving performances within the group. I mean, these kids are assessed and they're all ranked and we hear all about them. But after three games, is there any sort of like a bolter, a couple of bolters from the WA point of view? Yeah, we've had some guys that, um, you know, may have been sort of on the fringe or of, of being talked about being drafted that, that I reckon are, are really solidifying their position. Uh, one is, is Oscar Hine Bastion, um, who's been getting the most dangerous small forward uh, in, in the opposition team. And, and he's been fantastic. He's, he's super quick and he's tough and, and quite strong. So he's got a, a good mix to be able to take it up to um, some small defenders. And he's really honed his ability to defend and, and be task-focused. Um, another player is, is Reese Tyrant. He's been really, really strong across the cup. He, um, he sort of, um, I guess... Yeah, due to his ability to play in many different spots, he gets thrown around a lot, which can be his detriment. Um, but and and we we've been guilty of that um, in our trial games. He's played a bit of midfield, half forward, and then we moved him onto the wing, where where he sort of his use by foot has been fantastic over the period of the carnival. So um, he's another one that I think um, recruiters will be taking note of. Adam, can I ask, we look at the modern game and we feel like the prototype now is a player who's six foot two, athletic, got a tank, can run, uh, can take a mark, can play a variety of different positions. Is there still a room in the game for the smaller the smaller guys? I mean, you, you look at Caleb Daniel, what he's done at the Western Bulldogs, and there's plenty of others that are under six foot, but it seems like the modern game recruiters are looking players with height. No, I, I definitely think there is. Are you? We're going to come up against um, Nick Watson, um, from Vic Metro next week, and and yeah, geez, I uh, sort of walked beside him uh, in our first game against the Allies, and he he's tiny, he'd be you know 170 at best, and he's having a, a terrific carnival. I, I definitely think there there is a role for those small players. Uh, you, you do need to have some special attributes, um, but but yeah, there's definitely position, and um, and you can make it at the next level if you're good enough. So one more game to go, as you said, against Vic Metro. That's at RSCA Park uh, in Victoria. That's coming up uh, this Sunday. Well, what are the, the prospects of a victory to finish the carnival? Yeah, we're going to go in, you know, with a great deal of confidence that if we if we can play our best footy, um, that we can come away with a win. Um, they're they're good opposition. Um, they've they've had a, a couple of uh, games now and, and showed against South Australia. Uh, and then found it a little bit tougher yesterday against the Allies, which we did also. So um, we, we feel like it should be a good game, and um, yeah, if we're at our best, um, hopefully we can come away with two wins from the Carnival. Looks like the Allies might win the Carnival. The way that they've played, this is uh, unprecedented. Normally Vic Country, Vic Metro, and West Australia, South Australia are squabbling over it coming into the last game, but the Allies have been the team to beat. Oh, it's the best team that I've seen, I think, in my time, with their combination of they're hard-running midfielders, um, two very, very good key key forwards, uh, very good sort of medium to small forward, and their defence, um, which was probably highlighted to us as their weakest point. Um, they did a number on our forwards in, in round one. So, um, no, they're, they're doing really well, the Allies. And, um, 
think it might be a good testament to the academies and their ability to develop the players through the pathway. Yeah, we did talk about that a little bit earlier on. So, Adam, one more game to go in this carnival, and then it's back to Colts football for a lot of these guys. Some have been exposed to senior football. Is your push now to try and get some of these guys into senior programs and a taste of Waffle League football before the, the draft comes up? Yeah, I think so, Jacob. Like, we've, we've had a couple of clubs reach out um, for some players about the potential to go up to seniors and is it the best for the individual? And in those cases, the, the answer was yes. Um, you know, guys like Mitch Edwards and, and Clay Hall down at Peel, I think you'll see them go up to senior football and, and play some reserves and hopefully get an opportunity at league if, if, um, if the opportunity arises. So uh, definitely um, sort of case by case on, on each player's situation. Um, but but if, if players can push to play league football uh, and, and then hold their own at that level, it's certainly another feather in the cap uh, in, in towards helping them get drafted at the end of the year. Now, I know Waffle Clubs would be hesitant and, and push back at this suggestion, but wouldn't it be beneficial for these young guys if they were almost handed on loan to the Eagles Waffle team or struggling, they're putting out players who are probably not up to Waffle senior level? Would it not be more beneficial to these young guys to play Waffle League football and help out a struggling club like West Coast? Oh, look, I'm not sure. Um, some, of, some of the boys uh, aren't going to be ready for league football. So if you put them up in, into a team that's not going particularly well against, you know, uh, conditioned, you know, waffle footballers, then it's probably not going to be best for them. Uh, certainly might help uh, West Coast waffle. Um, but I'm not sure if it's going to be best for that individual player. Yeah, yep. Colts football and, and maybe some league football for a few who are ready. Adam, we'll look forward to this final game. Hopefully a win over uh, Vic Metro uh, in, uh, well, only a handful of days' time. Thanks for joining us this morning.